<laughs> is that gonna be your wrestling character? Is it all in that, dude, that, Honestly, Cookie, you look like a wrestler right now. I know. That's I like. I could walk into George South wrestling, wrestling school. Be like, you look like the top, if, George. If Velveteen Dream got stung by a bee. <laughs> Welcome to Two Dollar Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I'm your host Aaron Varnum. Joining me today, as always, Big Mike, Woo, Toll Bear. I'm here, and uh, uh, Cookieo from uh, straight out of Atlanta. <laughs> Welcome to Atlanta, where the play is play, and we ride. All right, sorry, that was my rap album. Sorry, it's coming out soon. <laughs> that's give the hot mix time. that's coming give out this time. week. Cookie Atlanta, is, baby. Is Wearing um, full-on glasses, like early '90s, like the slip-up slip shades. Oh yeah, and he got his hair braided today. Cookie, um, one, why are you in Atlanta? And two, tell me, uh, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> well, listen, I'm in Atlanta to hang out with some friends. Okay, okay? I haven't seen them in a long time. Great friends. All right. I'm gonna be actually hosting their wedding coming up in like the next year. So. You're hosting it. Yeah, I'm literally going to speak the... over them like you spoke spoke over me like when you were trying to host the wrestling thing with me. Aaron, Aaron, why are you talking about the past, man? All right? <laughs> this is a new cookie. This is a new vibe. Oh, it's a new All cookie. Right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, I <laughs> will be tweeting out this. So by the time you listen to this, just go through our, our Twitter and or Instagram at $2steak underscore and, and just see the greatness yeah. that is cookie currently. So you're in Atlanta. Um, tell me about yeah. <laughs> I can't even look at you, Cookie. Like, so what? What? What's been going on, in Atlanta? How? How's everything? I know you. You got to to do some touring. You had to buy some marijuana. Tell me about that, dude. Uh, the first thing we do as soon as we come in, Bobby's like, "We're going to the gas station," and I'm like, "Oh, all right, yeah, all right. We'll go to the gas station. Got to fill up, whatever." And sure enough, I end up at an apartment complex, and I'm like, "Bobby, what, like, I thought you were gonna get weed and gas up." He was like. Yeah, dude, we're going to the gas station, and I literally get a prescription bag at this apartment complex. Random dude shows up and give us, gives us pretty good weed out of a prescription bag. Is, I don't know uh, if you guys can see that. Is weed legal in Georgia? It's decriminalized. So, like, this dude has a website, call support. <laughs> And like he has daily deals. Criminalized everywhere. He's got a call, <laughs> he's got a call center. Did you just got say a call that center? Got like customer yeah. support. Does he have yeah, an HR you can team? look it up. All that means is you're not going to get as, in as much trouble. Did it come in like an orange like prescription vial? Hold on. Uh, you should have had this up like when when. All right, he's pulling it out. I love how they call it the gas station because you get that gas. What is that? What I don't see. Like you, you, it just looks. It like comes in a black bag. I don't know. Talking, talking to your mind. It's, it's a black. Weeks. I don't know how to describe it. Sixty nine weeks, and we're still learning to talk into our mics here on Two Dollar Steak, and I am pissed. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, it is sixty nine weeks of professional wrestling podcasting from your boys here at Two Dollar Steak. We're going to talk a little bit about that in a little while. Uh, Cookie, anything else happening in Atlanta before I move on to, to Tolbert's uh, interesting stories as well? Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Got my hair braided and, you know, I'm just, I'm chilling. I'm vibing right now. Smoking right, some good stuff. All right. Hot Atlanta is the shits. That's all I got to say. It's lit. It's lit. 
Have you food. been wearing a mask or are you going to come back with COVID? No, I've been 100% wearing a mask everywhere I go. The disc golf course, everywhere. Got to find time to disc golf while in Atlanta. How many times have you disc golfed since you've been in Atlanta? Uh, twice. <laughs> oh, my God. Are there, a lot there of, like- are there a lot of disc golf courses in Atlanta? Uh, there's at least 10. More than I thought. <laughs> More than yeah. I would have thought. All right. Well, Cookie There's in the lot. Chocolate City. All right. So next up, uh, Tolbert, you yeah. have been. I'm back, baby. You're back. Last week, we had Zane sit in for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me, <laughs> how was the mountains? It was awesome. We got, uh, we went off grid. We lost cell phone service. Right. Uh, we had some campouts. We pooped in holes. <laughs> And I'm sure your wife really wants to dude, for you to champ. She was a champ. She dug her own latrine holes. We set up camps, man. We uh we did the thing. Did you um, uh did you catch any fish? Did. Did I uh, caught some trout, some small ones. But keepers or no? Oh, no, no cookie keepers. is lighting up a blunt while we're yeah. we're talking. Hell yeah. ATL, baby. Is that gas? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like yeah. the birthday cake episode yeah, exactly but it caught some fish some small ones uh i was in some remote small streams at some points so it was cool we were in maggie valley cherokee area um at one point um we went to a, a couple overnight campsites right i was like babes book this killer campsite were they like primitive night. or was it like a koa campsite where it's borderline like you- imagine koa slash airbnb right okay That's still in the middle of nowhere still some awesome places uh where we stayed but the last night i was like we we're going like backcountry for a little bit it had to right mm-hmm. uh so we drive to maggie valley cherokee area uh just happened to find this place off the side of the road gps is on the fritz whatever <laughs> we find this place right dirt road um gravel road we start driving down. I mean, I mean, you're looking down at some points. So I'm talking like eight to ten percent grade at some point. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ! And it winds around down into the hollow. So we keep driving, holler driving. It's a holler. holler. It's a holler. Excuse me. A we hollow. Keep driving and driving and driving. Right. And this is at some points like I'm three wheeling our Subaru Forester, rocking it, going over some shit. You know, but it's fun. I've got experience in off roading. Uh, Subaru's well versed doing doing great. Where it's <laughs> flattest, like the flattest you can fucking think anyway, of. Way. Uh, so we continue on. It takes us about forty five minutes to get about three quarters of the way down this road. Right? Okay. We've been battling it out the whole time. We turn a bend. Here comes a fucking Mack dump truck. Okay, up around the bend. Oh Jesus Christ! And he, they've been dumping gravel to grade the road. And I'm like, well, shit. So I have to reverse about a half mile up this trail that we've been trekking oh our way God. down. It How, was insane. What was uh, what was Katie saying during this she reversing? She was literally <laughs> shaking. And at one point, I thought she was going to just get out of the car. She was about to grab the handle and get out of the car. And I had to calm her down a little bit. I actually had to say, hey, you know, um, in a very polite way, I said, please be quiet for the next. <laughs> Shut <minute>. up, bitch! <laughs> Were you were you high while you were doing this? Uh, oh, <laughs> Chris, I mean, are you in the correct no, mindset no. to I mean, reverse I, I, up a mountain? I, I ripped the pin, and we were doing a lot of highway driving, so I ripped the pin a couple times. But uh, oh my god! Needless to say, I reversed up this thing, got this dump truck around me. We had a great time. Uh, we continued down into the hollow. 
and uh, set up camp, and I trout fished and walked around naked in the woods, pooping <laughs> holes, and uh, did all kinds of things. Ate some beans. So this is like can. the opposite of what Cookie's doing right now. Like, so you guys could not war. Like, you guys are on like mirror yeah. images of what's going on in each other's lives. It life. was awesome, though. Yeah, it, it is mirror. Images, He's in the middle of the city. He's having a good time. Yes, Cookie. Well, I will say I did get out and I got to see the Georgia Aquarium. All right, so I got to see some dude, beluga whales and some you tiger see the sharks. Whale sharks? Did you see yeah. the whale sharks? God damn, dude! I went a few months ago. It was amazing. My brother lives in Decatur, and it's 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 awesome, dude. Cookie, have you been able to walk around uh, in in Atlanta just naked and uh... and afraid? <laughs> no. i was not afraid katie was afraid of bears and there was we definitely had to like do the thing where you lock your food up and all that shit. did you wrestle a bear i wanted to did not see any bears zane will be very mm. disappointed to hear that but it was a good time i lost cell phone service i did not even look at the news or anything for about four days so what, what was your thoughts when you found out we have a hurricane coming i got back i was like god damn <laughs> <laughs> Don't unpack the camping gear, but we got lanterns, batteries, water. I've got, I got all the shit. I didn't even have to unpack. I just put it in the living room and we're ready. Thank God that this podcast is like hosted in a, uh, like, like a, a central part of the United States. Uh, the, what we use Podbean for our, our hosting. I will upload this shit. And if we lose power, it's still going to come out on uh, yeah, Tuesday morning on Tuesday, at 7 a.m. Hurricane or not. So while everybody's got no power, you can listen to the fucking podcast. Downloaded that on your 4G. That's right. Uh, not 5G. Not the 5G. Not 5G. Not COVID. Uh, so, Mike, you had a 10-year anniversary with yeah. your wife. Tell me about that. So, I'm rocking day three of a three-day weekend. I took Friday off. Friday, my wife and I celebrated. My wife. 10 years of marriage. Glorious marriage. Awesome marriage. Uh, we went to the beach. Curry Beach. Um, okay. Excuse me, Mike. Yeah. It's, it's Curry Beach. Curry? Yeah, I, oh, it's <laughs> Curry. Cur? Curry Beach? Um, car. And, uh, you know, it was fun. I found out. So we've gone to the beach a couple times with the boys. So I got two under two currently. Elliot is about to turn two years old in a couple right. weeks. And we got a baby. I found out that you really do need a third adult when you got <laughs> kids like uh, at mm -hmm. that age range. Because, you know, one adult is clearly taking care of the infant. Right. And then Elliot, you got, you got to play man coverage with this kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. can't play man coverage. You got to <laughs> no. play zone. Because you're currently so deep trying to play like man coverage. 24. And he's juking you. And dude, he's just running around nonstop, going up to people. You're getting burnt. He, 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 he has no idea what coronavirus I wish I had the mindset he does because he doesn't know what coronavirus is. He's right. just running up to people, getting all up in their shit. Um, it was, you know, not as relaxing as I was hoping to be on a Friday at, you know, 8 a.m. At, at the beach. My tent almost blew away um so you know it was stressful and we were only there for a little bit but i had a great time got to golf yesterday and i played some flag football today. Well, so so the golfing was that with your your wife of 10 years uh no okay. no, no, no no her day was friday <laughs> all right so she only had one day well she's had, she didn't have 10 days she's like, had I would 10 think, like glorious for... years with, okay with me now then, i don't know if they, i would consider them glorious i've, I've been around for well 10 years five of those years 10 glorious years of marriage. <laughs> and i know <laughs> we've been together 18 years so it's, it's been a while but no it was it was fun um elliot you know is a handful but you know what he, he warmed my heart his gift to me for our 10-year anniversary he um he started doing Hulk Hogan leg drops around the living room. <laughs> That's good. Like literally, yeah, I've witnessed some running <laughs> full speed. Okay, jumping in the air because Elliot, what's a froggy do? Ribbit, ribbit, and he jumps. But then he jumps and he sticks one leg out and just 
lands on it. And then he started doing what I mean, which I didn't really appreciate too much because he does them right on my stomach and or nuts. I but, heard he frog splashed his brother. Well, that was, that was a couple weeks ago. That was ago. a couple yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. He, he hit a, <laughs> oh, you did mention that. Yeah, yeah we mentioned yeah. that a couple <laughs> weeks ago on the podcast. My, Sorry. And, and honestly, he's not watched any wrestling in a long time because his bedtime, he winds down in the bedroom when AEW comes on. I don't watch any WWE stuff anymore. So I don't know where he's picking it up, but he's picking he's it up. He's a natural. Mike, also tell me, tell me about the Bobo spot that uh, he, he did. Oh, well, apparently my son finds it very interesting and fun. I... I was bending over to pick up my, my infant out of the, uh, the bouncer. We have one of those, um, like, over-the-door bouncer things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm bending down to pick up Hudson out of this bouncer, and I, you know, break wind, whatever. You do your thing, you right? You fart, yeah. You fart. Apparently, Elliot was close by, and he proceeds to shove his finger up my ass. So oh, he, tried, he tried to plug up the hole. Put it back he, said, he said, what was that? Huh? And I'm like... Whoa, I'm, I'm like, I'm still 20 years away from this thing, Elliot. What are you doing, bud? Mike came. No, I did not. I did not. I clenched. I clenched hard. Um, anyway. But yeah, that's Elliot. He's, he's, he's exploring the world and finding himself, I guess. Oh, wow. Two years old. He's already uh, Aaron, doing we, the Bobo, Bobo spot. spot. What did you do this weekend? Uh, what did I do this weekend? I watched the, I, I had a very low key. I, I worked on my uh, big project that I had uh, going on, uh, for class. I'm studying who I hate the one group of people that I hate wrestling fans. I'm studying wrestling fans. I for can't my- wait for this. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't wait to see your presentation. My teacher, like I actually, like I presented it to my teacher. My teacher's like, holy crap. That's actually like a really interesting like topic. And like, she's, She's done some research on fandoms before, mm-hmm. sports fandoms, and she was like, "I never thought about professional wrestling fans." And like, she's very interested in it. Did you uh, Did you watch that Eddie Kingston promo I sent you? Yes, where he called all the wrestling fans the c word. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel the same way. I, feel, I completely feel the same way. I actually was listening to that while I was doing my research, <laughs> and I'm like, "Yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep." So I like I did that. I watched the UFC pay per view uh, uh, Thursday or Tuesday. Um, I cooked here uh, for for the lady and I, and we um, while she was hanging out and like I was doing a trivia thing online, and it was seventies or it was eighties funk and R and B. I was very nervous that I was not going to be able to pull this one off in my my musical knowledge, but I came in first. <laughs> I'd like to thank all the strong black men in my life that have influenced my musical taste. Uh, thank you, Cookie. Cookie's throwing up the, the fist right now. Uh, I, I would like to thank also Uncle Charlie and the Gap Band for being there for me when I, I have gone through tough times in my life. George Clinton for always being there with me uh, and, and all that stuff. Carl Carlton, because she is a bad mama jamma. What was your thoughts when you knew you were going to win? What was my thought? I, I honestly did not think I was going to win for a little while, but like I was like looking at my competition. I'm like, they don't know anything about this stuff. But I started like clapping. Jasmine sent it to her father. Her father was very proud of me for, for knowing all this stuff. I was, I was so proud. I put on some, uh, some, some whispers uh, we, we were listening to. And the beat goes on. That's the musical interlude for me today. Yes, Cookie. Uh, Aaron, I think you might be in, man. I, I think you've made a I great impression. I think I am too, man. I, I was able to eat the oxtail. I was, I was able to, to, to name the music. I am in. That's, that's, that's two things right there. 
what are your thoughts that Aaron is blacker than you? Well, see, that's why I had to come down here to Hotlanta, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, had to, I had to come down here, and I had to switch up the look, all right, because Aaron was getting way too far ahead of me in this black race between us. <laughs> Thank you, Cookie. Cookie, I, am, uh, I, I'm, I will never take that title from you. You are one of my, my, my greatest influences. Why don't you just braid your hair, Aaron? I can't right now. My my hair's not long enough to Dude, braid it. Like two more weeks, we could braid it. You think? Yeah. Oh yeah. But then sure. I'll look like one of like the members of like Twisted or something. Like you know, like <laughs> you would look like a juggler. Yeah. I would look Can like I a juggler. Baseball. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. Aaron, I, too in dope. fact, I've got some some spray paint. My father left while we were building the deck last weekend, uh, which we never really talked about on the yeah, on the you podcast. Have, you have a deck now. I have a deck now. Yeah. It looks like. Did you look at it? Uh, I've seen it in pictures. Okay. I haven't been out back yet, but we had the conversation how it looks like a wrestling ring. Yeah, it does. It's, it's a little of. small, but I think we can make it do. Oh, it's it's yeah, can, my house is tiny, y'all. Like my house is like full of. It's nine hundred square feet. Four hundred of those square feet are professional wrestling memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not like you know, it's very bright WCW sign <laughs> along with Das Wunderkind. <laughs> All right, boys. So this 69 episodes, I know some people would, would say the 70th episode would be a milestone uh, episode for us, but not us here not on here. $2. We're, low brow. Here. We're, low We're brow. very low brow. 69 episodes of professional wrestling podcast. And this week, all of our matches are too hot for TV. Too hot for you. Do you remember back in the day they would have like, you could uh, call this number and order cops too hot for TV. All the things that you couldn't see on broadcast television that we like. So it'd be like a blurred out titty would be like oh, shown. You, you know, you used to stay up late for that. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, commercial. No, yeah. Aaron <laughs> used to watch the travel channel with Brooke Burke. Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Um, hey guys. Um, we have a visitor, right? Here. Is it bitey? No, it's not bitey. It's, uh, I don't. Oh Jesus! I don't Christ. know who is this. What the fuck? Oh, oh my God! Hey, it the, is the, the peanut butter pancake child. himself. Oh wow! I'm glad he's he's wearing his mask. The he prodigal son has Mr. returned. Matt Davenport. Davenport, we're so time. glad to see you. We, uh, I don't think we've seen Davenport in at least thirty episodes. Thirty wow. episodes. So we have a we have a baby face drop in. Do, do, look at Cookie and tell me what you see. Show uh, use use <laughs> your mic. He looks quick. like a. What does he look like? He looks like a juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> whoop whoop! Uh, whoop whoop is right. Okay, God uh, damn it! That wasn't uh, the look I was going for. Uh, and, and you know what? We we will keep this going. Davenport, Davenport, tell us about your vacation. About you almost dying. <laughs> I would I would like to hear about this. I actually forgot about that. I almost died. Yeah, was, the hypoxia. <laughs> the hypoxia makes him forget. I uh, so I didn't actually almost die. I but I kind of almost died. Okay. Uh, so there's an island. Uh, so my parents or my mom's side of the family has a uh a. a beach or a lake house up in upstate new york right um up by plattsburgh like almost canada okay and uh, uh so i'm like i'm gonna swim to this island over on the lake and um so my dad's like that's probably a bad, bad idea it's pretty windy and i was like no nah, i'll be all right I'll, I'll be all right pretty good swimmer and uh so I was well, wearing... you're on the dive team for the the, the, yeah. the fire department yeah, that you he, work for. he's one of the guys that recovers dead bodies yeah <laughs> like from people doing stupid shit like that <laughs> yeah, so that's exactly what i thought of when i was doing it i was like oh i can't breathe i'm kind of sinking uh so i wore a full face mask that has uh, the note the nose cup uh yeah covered 
And uh, so I, that sucked my face and I couldn't breathe, <laughs> um, you know, because I was catching waves in the mouth and shit. There's so. Is there waves on this lake? It was windy. You said it was windy. Oh, oh, I, yeah. Yeah, Aaron. Um, oh, lakes can have waves. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so used to the, <laughs> the, the coast. Yeah. All right. So. Me too. Um, so. I, I ripped my mask off and I couldn't catch my breath. And I like, I, so I'm, I turned my back to, to float and I'm like trying to like wave to my, you know, my family on the, on the beach. I and was that like, was the last time they saw I was like, you know, head over hands waving, but I couldn't put my head over my hand or my hands over my head. Um, because, uh, I was sinking. <laughs> how, how are you sinking? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's what I thought too. Um, so they never saw me. And then like, I'm, um, this is this probably if it seems like a five minute ordeal, and I'm like, how can I get their attention to like row out here in a boat or go out here in a boat uh, without causing panic? Because I'm not really in trouble, but I'm gonna be in trouble. Mm-hmm. So then I just say, a little help. Oh no! And all they heard was help. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so my dad and and his friend Jerry jump in the kayaks, come over to me, and they're like, you okay? You okay? I'm like, yeah. I just like I can't catch my breath. Um, and I just need something to hold on to or stand up. And I was almost to the point where I could stand up on the other side on the Island. But, uh, you know, my mom's freaking out, runs inside, calls nine one one. My sister's crying, trying to, trying to put the motorboat in the water. Why am I laughing? <laughs> uh, yeah. So oh, they come man. over and, you know, they're, they're in a panic. I'm like, I wasn't in trouble yet, but I knew where I was going to yeah. be in trouble in a minute or two. And that's good. I'm glad that you you knew that there was a threshold of, of panic. <laughs> well, there's any other firefighters listening. Uh, you know, it's, you know, it's a macho thing to never call a mayday. You know, I can make it out. I'm like, uh, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> they thought they were going to have to drag the lake for a body. That well, that's the fucking funny part that shows up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I run back up the hill, you know, the, the quarter mile. Dr- I didn't run. Uh, quarter mile driveway to go That's meet my mom because she's going to meet honest. the she's going to meet the uh, the fire and EMS up on the road and they pull up and it's one ambulance and about seventeen fucking people in their in their POVs their mm, personal yeah. vehicles I'm like and they're all way bigger than me and I'm like what the fuck are y'all gonna do for me <laughs> they're gonna drag the light. they weren't gonna do anything for you no. they were gonna do stuff for your family after the yeah fact. they're they're gonna find my body. <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. All right, well, that, that brought some. Uh, so we have had uh, welcome all back, of us. Welcome, welcome back. back to the welcome podcast. Sit down, take a seat. We're take a seat, Davenport. I haven't seen you in forever. All right, so let's talk about let's get this some going. extreme professional wrestling tonight. Too hot for TV. Let's talk about wrestling. All right, for our first matchup, Big Mike, you have got El Pentagon. <laughs> All right, you're taking a sip. You're pulling a cookie from last week against Vampiro. What? Well, I was waiting for you to fucking introduce Vampiro. me so I could do my shit. Vampiro, do your shit. All right, Vampiro versus Pentagon Jr., August 5th, 2015. This is a Lucha Underground. Is it uh, Ult- Ultima Lucha? Yeah, so like they, they, they it was kind of like a they would use the Ultima Lucha title for like a, like tying the ends up of storylines, like a season finale sort of thing for them. So like a little mini WrestleMania kind of thing. Kind of, but they never had like pay-per-views or anything. Anyway. Okay. This is a no DQs, no count outs, anything goes. All right. So Pentagon Jr. 
comes out. I love Pentagon Junior, guys. I mean, like he's his look is so cool. He's got he's got so he's cool. got the perfect look. It's got it's like a mix between mask. He's got a little bit of face paint on the on the underside, and he just looks great. Outfit works. Like this guy's a badass. He's wrestling um, Vampiro. Who the fuck is Vampiro? Vampiro. We've had one of his matches before. Have we? <laughs> yeah, Vampiro. Yeah. Uh, it was Sting against Vampiro. Yeah, so Sting and Vampiro have a long. <laughs> Long time feud. They don't like each other. I don't like Vampiro. So Vampiro uh, kind of uh, like kind of looked like one of the members of the Misfits uh, for a little while. I, and I love Vampiro. Yeah, I yeah. love the feud between Sting and Vampiro. Yeah, I know That's you secretly do. Fucking awesome. Vampiro was like like a guy. He made his name in, in Mexican wrestling. He came to WCW for a little while. Went back to Mexican wrestling. He was uh, uh, the color commentator. He's one of the English language color commentators. Usually, when when one of the Mexican wrestling promotions like broadcast in America, he was the color commentator for Lucha Underground. Coming out like, uh, did you see what he came out as? Well, I'm getting. All right, I'm anyway. sorry. I didn't know if you knew the reference. Or no, I, I didn't understand the reference, but he comes out looking like a gothic priest. Yeah, so he's looking like the lead singer of Ghost. Is like he's cosplaying. <laughs> huge, pr- huge crowd pop. Yeah, I mean, everybody loves. Super excited. Um, I will say, once he took the hat off, he just looked kind of like Uncle Fester. Yeah, I got little. I can see bald and white. And so, I'm torn here, Aaron. Yes. I don't know. I took a lot of notes. Okay. I don't know if I need to go through a play-by-play. You don't? That's It is... So, it's a no-DQ match, right? So, okay. it actually starts exactly how I want a no-DQ match to start most of the time wwe even in AEW, like they start in the ring they start wrestling oh, fuck that shit like it's, it's it's no dq there's you're not gonna get in trouble so what's pentagon do grabs a chair smashes a vampiro's Hell head yeah. before the fucking bell that's <laughs> how you start a no dq yeah, match. You, you started out the balls to the wall uh i will say commentary the english commentary on this uh-huh. um sells it pretty well matt striker i think he, he was your teacher back in the ecw wwe days the teacher he was called your i, I am your teacher am matt striker matt striker matt striker what's going on there, going on there? <laughs> all right anyways so tell me about uh wow okay uh, yeah all right, so Cookie's messing my spot up. Um, but anyway, he, he sells it really well. He's talking about Vampiro. Apparently, this guy hasn't wrestled in years, right? Okay, thanks for the... I'm sorry, I sat back. I was trying to get comfortable. Um, so he hasn't wrestled in years. But uh, the commentary says, let's see the wicked that evil man can do. Yes. I, great. It's, it's, it's playing into this, yeah, this no DQ match. Good call. Um, and... This is where I kind of go, I don't know how to feel about it. It was a very graphic match. There's a lot of weapons, a lot of blood. Yeah. Um, at one point, so Pentagon comes out, he, he's wearing all white and black. Like, that's his garb, that's his getup. By the middle of the match, he's covered in pink. It's, it's all Vampiro's blood. He, uh, at one point, um, he continuously smashes Vampiro in the head with a chair. He, at one point, throws a chair at Vampiro's head and then continuously smashes him. He body slams him on the concrete. Um, at this point, actually, the, the referee throws up the, the overhead cross. Like He's like, no, nah, this is over. We're done. I'm done. And that was referee. Was that Bryce Rimsburg? I, I, I don't know, man. The guy from AEW. I, I don't know. All right, I, mean, I, I don't really didn't care that much. Um, <laughs> and so they, they, bring out, they bring out the gurney. They start wheeling away. He pulls a McFoley, though. Gets off the gurney. He's like, no, fuck this. We're finishing this thing. And uh, he, 
he gets in the ring. He's talking shit. He pulls out some a bag of thumbtacks. I don't know where he got it. No. Um, he dumps a bag of thumbtacks. Body or uh, power slams Pentagon Junior onto the thumbtacks. It's it's getting kind of graphic. I'm not a big fan of thumbtacks. They're gross. I'm a fan of them, yeah. but I'm not a fan of them. I don't know how to feel about them most of the time. I, they're I, gross. I, I think back to I'm a huge fan of thumbtacks. I think back to one of the <laughs> the matches we had. <laughs> And was, they, they can hang up anything what, on, what, on your wall. What was what was the the one referee in WWE? He just got laid off, but um, there was a really well known Mike Kyoto. Yeah, yeah, it was a Mike Kyoto. He was refing a match. I forget who it was in, but he like goes to count and he smacks oh, his hand yeah, on yeah. something. Like ever since I saw that, I'm like, ah, dude, yeah, fuck that. Um, and they're just you can't like possibly get them all off the ring like when you're done with the match. You know? Yeah, yeah. So then, um, at one point, Pentagon grabs a pre-made three light tube like taped together kind of thing yeah um smashes it over vampiro's head again with the head spot at one point i did vampiro retire because of yeah like, injuries uh, neck injuries he had a bunch of, they say he had a bunch of spinal surgeries and all this sort of stuff Pentagon's like beating the shit out of this guy's head and he, he uh, smashes this light tube over him. And then he goes full mass transit. Pentagon Jr. goes full mass transit and fucking blades this dude's face with, with light tube glass. Mm. Uh, again, I'm just... <laughs> Thank you, Cookie. I, 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 I'm just kind of... I'm watching this and I'm just like, what is... What is like this is not the Pentagon Junior I was expecting. Um, <laughs> this is episode sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. Junior. This is too hot for TV. <laughs> Pentagon Junior. <laughs> uh, Pentagon Junior grabs a couple more light tubes, sets them up in the corner. Vampiro reverses a Pentagon move, throws Pentagon into it. the crowd's going wild. Crowd's loving this thing. Did, did you see at one point they were going out into the crowd, finding in the crowd, and there was like a woman holding her baby and like. <laughs> They're, like, doing spots right in front of the baby. And, like, this child is going to be fucked up for the rest of his life for seeing a man get, like, murdered in front of him. I will say, right before... Not just a man, uh, a priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Uncle Fester. Um, and, and I will say, right before he reversed that move and, and tossed Pentagon into it, he, he pulled a... It wasn't quite a Hulk up. Mm -hmm. I, I actually equate it more to, like, the Ibushi. Yeah. Where he just, like, he's just taking it. He's, Pentagon's just, like, kicking him in the stomach and in the face and punching him, hitting him. And Vampiro's just, like, standing there just, like, absorbing it all and i'm like all right well some shit's about to pop off and that's when he reversed it uh and threw pentagon into light tubes at this point uh vampiro goes out and just like throws a table into the ring i will say the camera work on this spot actually was kind of interesting they, they pulled to a, an above uh ring view so yeah. if you're looking down at the ring and you see a table slide in you're like okay i know where this is going yep. and then you see vampiro with lighter fluid in a lighter so you know what's going to happen right. lights this table on fire long story short pentagon slams vampiro into the table vampiro catches on fire literally literally on fire. catches on fire the guy whose job it is to put him out is trying to put him out while he's in the ring but vampiro you know classic grade school stop drop and roll so he rolls out of the ring still on fire and the fire extinguisher is going off in the ring this guy's like oh fuck i don't know what to do by the time he gets the vampiro on the side of the ring he's already out because he's been rolling around he knows what to do i mean He's not stupid. I will say. It was kind of like Davenport almost drowning. Yeah, they, they, they ingrained this stop, drop, and roll thing into us in grade school. How many times have you guys caught on fire? Uh, zero. I've zero. caught on fire a couple times. Uh, one time on a construction site <laughs> when I was 19, I was laying sewer lines 
Tober missed that missed that missed that class. That's why he got held back. Laying super lines, man. It was thirty degrees. We started a fire to get cold. I had pipe grease on my coveralls. My leg caught on fire. I got second degree burns on my shin. Well, <laughs> Cookie's losing it. Cookie, have you ever caught fire? Never, man. Never. There goes Wait, my mom's dick about how silly this. Yeah, is. and then Davenport's here. Have you ever caught fire, Davenport? Once or twice, as a fireman, I would think I, you're the acceptable. The like, yeah, it's not fun. All right, so yeah. Anyway, it's, it's a no holds bar. Whatever. Vampiro's smoldering on the outside of the ring. Pentagon Junior goes out there, gets the pin. One, two, three. Um, Pentagon goes in back in the ring, kind of does this like you know, just one kind of shtick. Yeah. Vampiro goes back in and does this very melodramatic thing, like like. Almost like, break my arm, finish me. And apparently, like, the whole reason this entire feud started is because Vampiro interjected in Pentagon was going to break a guy's arm, and Vampiro didn't let him. And that's what led into this entire match. Okay. And um, so Pentagon just, you know, obliged. I will oblige. And he breaks this guy's arm. Um, at that point, Pentagon gets a microphone, and he's calling out to his master. Apparently, the guy that trained him, he's, he's speaking to him. He said, Master, come show your face, blah, blah, blah. And we get this Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader thing, and, and Vampiro goes, I, I am your master. Yeah. And then they, like, hug and do all sort of shit. And, that's and scene. And uh, I, I still, after watching it, reading my notes over and over again, and recounting it to you and the crowd that is listening to this podcast. I don't know how to feel about this match. Somebody go feed Bitey. At first, I was going to... At first, I was going to, like... Um, are we going to pause this thing for your fucking cat? <laughs> wow, Aaron. Just go wow. feed that cat. His food's right there behind you. Nobody wants to get bit. Aaron has a... Uh, anyway, all right. A feral um, cat. We talk about it every week. So, I... I, at first, I kind of liked it, but then it was, I kind of didn't. And then I wanted to shit on it really hard. I'm driving over here. I'm like, Aaron's going to be mad because I just appraised him for picking this awesome match. No, I, I'm, I'm going to have to shit on this match. I, 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 I didn't want you guys retrospectively, to Retrospectively, like, looking at it now, in this moment, I'm not sure I liked it. That's fine. Um, it's but, not Ric Flair against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, I don't care if yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, like most, this. Mostly because, not, and not that I want to see Fly Flippy bullshit but it's like pentagon jr like and it's lucha underground like I'm, you go into something expecting something right? right and so i didn't get what i was expecting and it wasn't it was a letdown in a negative way okay and there's i, I guess i wasn't expecting blood and guts and like mass transit it's episode 69 nice yeah, i was expecting but something in the lucha setting you were 69! expecting to see such hardness <laughs> Yeah, well, and that's it was, it was interesting to see Pentagon kind of go hog her. I totally forgot about the whole thing where, like, Vampiro tries to demask Pentagon. Dude, yeah, that was a pretty graphic picture of, like, Pentagon with half of his face out. Well, half of his face blood. out and his paint, and he's got blood because at one point he licked the blood off of Vampiro, off his hand from Vampiro after he bladed him. I just, it's just too much. Okay, just, that's all I, you had to I say. It was just too much. It's yeah. just not needed. All right, there you go. And, and with that, I don't think maybe they didn't do a good way of conveying the story within the vacuum that it is this clip of this match. Okay. If Terry Funk was in it, you would have loved it. Well, Terry Funk knows how to sell. That's right. Okay. All right. So, so Mike, the, your final thoughts? Uh, uh, thumbs down on this match? Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Let's talk about your social media. <laughs> 
Social media. Let me go ahead and pull up the Instagram. I know Tober didn't have service this week. He wasn't doing much. Uh, he did I manage did. to get a singular post regarding his attempts to wrestle a bear. Yeah, I did like that one. Good effort, Tolbert. And he also um, said that he shit in the woods. And then yeah, he did. He, did. Pooped, he pooped in the woods. Um, it was, it was nice. <laughs> Tolbert holding steady, 133 <laughs> followers. Again, lost I, one, gained I, one. Not sure if Tolbert will actually follow through and post a picture of Cookie, but I will say I will tweet out the picture of Cookie. So again, I've, I've, I've got it locked at, and loaded. As yeah. as referenced earlier, please follow us at number two dollar steak underscore on Twitter and Instagram, so you can see the full picture of whatever it is the Cookie is currently. Whoop whoop. Um, <laughs> Twitter. We uh, we sniffed. We touched. We. Had it. We had 300 followers, mm. and then we lost one, boys. I checked it today. Mm. We are at 299. When did you check? I think we got I followed by somebody. I literally just checked it um, before I came over here. Uh, you- we're back at 300, bro. Did we? Yeah. Oh, we got a, literally a follower in between. All right, so we're back to 300. <laughs> Woo! I will say, um, I haven't been doing a lot of tweeting lately, boys, because my whole goal on Twitter is to find – Times to either like egg on, shit on wrestling fans, interact with wrestlers. And uh, my Twitter feed is just full of a bunch of bullshit. And why is it full of a bunch of bullshit? Because Aaron follows every fucking thing he finds somewhat amusing. I had to go through today and purge our fucking follow list. Oh, my God. Because it is ridiculous. (laughs) The bullshit that I see every day I go on Twitter. What do you want to find? It's a wrestling podcast. We don't need to follow a bunch of fucking shitty content like I, I i literally miss out on a bunch of shit twitter changed their algorithm aaron's over here following a bunch of bullshit people i don't want to i don't want to see it it's terrible it sucks do you have any examples of who aaron's following i uh, know because i unfollowed him angrily <laughs> earlier i will say i because i was angry that we dropped from 300 i went back and i did find two people that we were following that don't deserve our follow and that are not following us back and they're just joe schmoes so are we ready for the list? Yes. Who were you? The you were the follower and the unfollower. Yeah, I'm posting the picture of the 300. I unfollowed. Davenport unfollowed. Unfollow. God damn it! Well, thanks for the content. <laughs> Thank you, Davenport. All right. He's bored up there near Canada after drowning. <laughs> what a piece of shit! Now, I'm going to go ahead and, and get to my list. Okay. At JFL. Eight nine. I would give you his actual or like his name, but it's all fucking emojis. Oh, I like that. And it says, "I'm an '80s baby, <laughs> but '89." So I was raised more in the '90s. Mostly grew up up and down New York. My mother and father did a great job, so I'm very close to my fam. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Like, who is this guy? Why the fuck were you following this guy? I don't know. He provides no content. He's not interesting. He's just a lame fucking wrestling fan. Uh, yeah, he's one. He's not even one of us. He doesn't have a podcast. This is just he like probably, a really. This guy is a happy-go-lucky motherfucker. He's living the best life. He, he doesn't have any have misery in his life. He probably still has his fucking job. His none of his family died from COVID. Who is this guy? <laughs> Close the door. We don't want my neighbors to call the. the we're gonna have this is Sunset Park. They're used to hollering. <laughs> Twice in one week, Davenport's been involved with nine one one being called. Aaron, why were you following? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Next one. That's it. That's all you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. All right, at Farrah Case, 
writer at Japanese Times at National Luau. I don't even know. I followed her because she translates Japanese professional wrestling. Into what? Uh, English. <laughs> no, but like, like on Twitter, like does she like tweet yeah. out like transcripts? Yeah. She, All right, like, why unfollowed her ass? Well, she was following her back. No, I don't give a shit about what I she has to say. Because she I followed her because I don't give a shit what she has to say. She was. She this was, is my Twitter. No, no, it's our Twitter. No, it's my Twitter. It's our it's Twitter. It's my attempt to shit on wrestling fans and interject with wrestlers, and you're fucking it up. It's our Twitter. No. Next one. No, that's it. <laughs> These are the two. Oh. This is some Joe Schmo. I don't even give a shit. She. I, there's not. I don't even. I'm so angry because there's nothing. Twitter sucks now. You've made my Twitter suck, and I'm mad about it. All right. Anyways. Well, well we're back Aaron. to 300, apparently, boys. So go, go us. Follow us at number two dollar steak <laughs> underscore. Uh, these people, whoever, uh, do we even want to try it? Do, no, do we no. want to try it? Just, just no. You sure? Just shun them. I mean, well, I, with Aaron, I mean, and with Cookie, Cookie, yeah. And uh, we can just say that they they made big mics shitless. shitless. You did that one on purpose, you asshole! I saw you do it. You said to say it when you say mics. For the strong style, uh, I'm, I'm like thrown off my game. He just yelled at me. I feel like Howard Varnum was in the house. <laughs> Were Cookie, you building a deck? <laughs> yeah, I was last weekend. Cookie has got uh, Mr. Pogo against Onita. He's putting down his glasses, his blast shield. Well, finally, guys, I got my first Japanese backyard death match. Yes! So buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, because I even don't know what I'm going to do with this. <laughs> All right. First one that comes out, he's huffing and puffing. He reminds me of like a less cool Jeff Hart. Like he's taking everything too seriously. I right. applaud him. Huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing. Oh, okay. I applaud him for his Wu-Tang face paint. Yes. It's pretty sick. I thought he looked like a fat Muda. I, 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 yes, he does look like a fat Muda, actually. Yes. But I, this is Mr. Polo, correct? This is Pogo, yep. Yeah, it's the same thing. Next thing I hear after the close-up of his heavily bandaged head. Dun, 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 dun. Wild thing. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Aaron, finish it off. You make my... You make my heart sing. There we go. That's like, come on, man. I need you to get into this with me. Come on. <laughs> Wild thing. There bum, we bum, go. Bum, 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 bum. He is the Japanese embodiment of Ricky Vaughn. Comes out in all of his glory, Mr. Onita. Everyone is chanting Onita before the music has even begun. The place is super hype. All right. So before I get into my countdown, death matches. I have some questions, but okay. I assume it, the ring is surrounded by four barbed wire boards, which when they're falling on, they trigger an ungodly explosion. Yes. Correct. Yes. And you have to win in the ring via pinfall. Yeah, I, I don't know. You're acting like I, I no, I, I don't speak Japanese. You, I think you that you just this, you, this you is, do it in the middle. I think, nine. yeah, there was like a pin attempt. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I tried to get somebody to translate it this week, but they got unfollowed. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, just get to the countdown. Cookies, top four, number one. There's not even two wrestling moves made before we see Onita get bull rush, push down below the third rope. And then Mr. Popo decides to put his boot right under the neck of Onita. And he's pushing with at least 50 to 75% of his strength, just trying to push him down into this barbed wire 
contraption, whatever you want to call it. The crowd's freaking out. It's still early in the match. Onita can't go out that quickly. So what does Mr. Pogo do? He just slowly brings him back up, then slams Onita's neck back down onto the top rope, knocks him right into the fucking boards, and you hear one of the worst sounds I think I've ever heard. You hear an ungodly explosion. That's right. I, so I didn't know. I, I thought like once the explosion hits, the match is over. So I was like, Aaron just gave me a five-minute match. No, I didn't. I, it was, I don't know. I, I think Anita went deaf for sure. It was, holy hell, what an explosion. There's a slow hush over the crowd. Like, everyone feels like they're concerned they're at, like, at this point for Anita's health just because it was crazy. It was an explosion. Hey, it was too hot for TV. That's right. Too hot for t- episode 69, number two. All right, so the second explosion was so lame the way it was triggered, though. Anita gets spiked with a pile drive onto a chair. That was pretty cool. And then Mr. Popo starts rolling Onita to a different side of the ring. He wants to push him into the barbed wire. So I guess Onita comes to, and he's trying to hold onto the ropes for dear life. Well, I guess Onita didn't know that his feet, which are off the apron and touching the platform, would cause the shit to explode. And then he just drops to his knees, and there's a fucking second explosion. Aaron, what, what the hell did you give me? I gave, you, like- I gave you a, a frontier martial arts uh, professional wrestling match that was uh, one of the most insane things I've ever seen. Who are these people? I might start yelling at you, Aaron. Because who Onita the actually is Onita was a humongous deal. Later became a politician in Japan. Like he's like this cult figure in Japanese professional wrestling. Um, at the bachelor party, we watched a match between him and Terry Funk in a similar yes. sort of situation. Exploding death match. Yeah. Oh. So Onita's this huge deal. He was the guy who, who owned uh, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, FMW. He yeah. uh, Just a huge deal. Uh, Pogo, just kind of like a resident journeyman. But the thing with Onita, Onita was trained by Jumbo Saruta from – AJPW, he was a big deal. He was one of their aces. He was a huge deal in the junior division for AJPW in the 80s. We've not watched a lot of their matches, but he was, he was one of their aces. And oh. then in the 90s or early 90s, he kind of decided to, to start this new promotion because he wanted to do things a little bit more extreme. And hence the birth of this promotion with the craziest shit that you'll ever see. Hey, props, Aaron, props it was to a him, fucking though. shit show. Props to him for, you know, being a good manager and saying, you know, I'm not going to ask somebody else to do something that I wouldn't do. That's right. He does it a lot during this match. Okay, did you notice, though, that when the second explosion goes off, blah, 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 that stuff happens, but he starts crawling in the barbed wire? Did you notice yeah, that? He just full, starts bleeding everywhere? Right there. Yeah, yeah. He was tr- one of his trainers was Terry Funk. Honest to God. Jesus Christ. I'm not bleeding enough. Listen, Onita got the crowd behind him. And you could see, Cookie, that he is a cult of personality. Number three. All right. Very Ricky Vaughn-esque. You're right. Cult of personality. Onita hulks up after being thrown down and bashed the first half of the match. He just starts throwing headbutts. And I'm not talking about just like regular headbutts. He starts running into him with his fucking head, the crown of his head. He gets Mr. Boho through these second ropes. The crowd's cheering him on. Mr. Taco is blading. He's blading blatantly after all these fucking headbutts. And he's just trying not to fall into the goddamn barbed wire. 
Well, what does Mr. Togo do? He's looking down at the ref like, you sure I want to get my, like, you sure I won't get my limbs blown off? Because if you looked at his face, like when he's about to get pushed into the barbed wire, he had the scariest look on his face. Like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, I would, I would have the same face. I mean, listen, I agree because I don't know where the fuck it just, from the screen, it just looks like the whole thing blows up. Right. So, like, I'm, I would be so worried about that. I don't know. That's just me. But anyway, he gets thrown into it. Crowd goes wild. The funniest part is that Onita takes the closest commentator, a booker, and throws him into the fucking barbed wire. Fucking more explosions. <laughs> I love that part. I did. James Bay, eat your heart out. Number four. It's Michael All Bay. Right. It's Michael Bay. <laughs> oh, is it Michael Bay? Oh, yes. same thing. Idiot. Same thing. <laughs> Fuck, I'm high. I can't help it. All right. <laughs> I know. Anyway. So Anita's guess. bleeding. <laughs> Onita's bleeding profusely. He's got like a Phantom of the Phantom of the Opera type of thing going on with his face. Uh, Mr. Cujo is busted wide open, gets back into the ring, and gets dropped with a barrage of fucking DDTs. Onita climbed to the top rope, hit the last DDT, and finished off Mr. Yo-Yo. So long story short, there were four to six wrestling maneuvers, give or take. There was about a quart of blood in this epic death match, I would say. And the EQ wild thing. Mr. Onita wins with the top rope DVT. And that's it. And then I, I think Onita drops a fucking pine bo- pipe bomb. Uh, yeah, he, I don't know he what the hell. He cuts a really good promo at the end, apparently. I don't know. I would love to know what he was saying. But once again, our Japanese translator has been unfollowed. <laughs> she sucks. But she could have translated it, Mike. That's, that's right. She could have, but she didn't. Cause my she Duolingo. Terrible content. Listen, I don't know what the hell he said, but he started crying, tears of pain. And Pogo, he just kept saying Pogo, Pogo all over, over and over again. So I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. But then like this, started, like, this intimate music started yeah. playing over his speech. Yeah. Like, like it got real sensual in that bitch. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I thought about it. It's episode 69, baby. That's right, baby. That's what it, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me, let me turn up the bass in my, <laughs> my voice. 69. Nice. <laughs> I don't know what the hell Aaron gave me for a match, but towards the end, it sounded like the shit between Mr. Pogo and Onita. Say that again. You, you got cut off. Oh, 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 I was basically saying, I don't know what you gave me for a match, but towards the end, it sounded like, Something got personal between Mr. Pogo and Onita. That's right. But it got solved in the goddamn death match. Let's go to my honorable mentions. All right. The referee is the smartest person in attendance at this event. He's the only person I saw wearing goggles. <laughs> if I were in a death match, I call for mandatory, mandatory goggle usage because fuck getting some shrapnel in your eye. That's right. As a wrestler, in the middle of a goddamn death match. Referee is the smartest person in the, in the match, man. And that's why I give this match three and a half cookies. Oh, three and a half. That's actually more than I thought that you were going to give it. Cookies. Oh, well, it was originally going to get two, but I really <laughs> like intimate music at the end. It gave the match like a certain je ne sais quoi. Uh, but, you know, Anita seemed pi- Anita se- Onita, there we go, seemed pissed, and his bloody rant was kind of cool. It was kind of Don Morocco-esque. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. I'll give it a couple more. 
I uh, I scrolled through the comments of the YouTube video, right? And my favorite was one. There's like a bunch of like Japanese like yeah, comments, yeah. and you can't read them because we don't have a translator apparently anymore. <laughs> no. And uh, whose fault is that? Thanks, <laughs> uh, yours. Okay. And and but the the one I liked was like somebody was like Hoga looks like shit, <laughs> but Anita made him look like a million bucks. <laughs> That should have been my top four. That's it. That's all I should have said. Cookie, what were your thoughts when Anita was just dripping blood after that first like bomb went off? And it took him five minutes to get back in the ring. Oh my god, man! It was, was so just, gross. It, I was just like, okay, this is definitely too hot for TV. I don't want to watch this. This is disgusting. Absolutely it, it, disgusting. It's kind of crazy, and you can kind of see Anita tried to do a have a career in acting and he's very very melodramatic throughout the whole match like everything's very like this is the most epic thing that I'm doing right now sort of style I like him like it's it's interesting but he's very uh it's different it's not a very traditional western style professional wrestling selling I like you said melodramatic is the perfect word for him I mean like he comes out of that first barbed wire and his face is just like Nobody can see that cookie. What do you mean? Well, you can see it. What do you? Yeah, do? I can like, see it. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I was getting to it. Like he made this very serious, it was very you know, melodramatic. Yeah, and, and I dug it. Like I, th- I thought it was very entertaining. Like I, I sat and watched it, and and kind of, I was entertained throughout the whole match. It was not. I, uh, I want to know why you just ruined my stick right there. My stick. Which stick? I was about to like give my whole thing. I was about to do my whole acting thing right. Yeah, there. because nobody can see your acting. This, not, this is not a video we're, podcast. We're not taping these yet. Oh, I thought we were being recorded. All right, we not, no, no. We are, but Audio, nobody's going to watch visual. this shit. Oh, well, shit, man. What the fuck? I was going to use this for my portfolio. <laughs> Your headshot. I hope you get a headshot <laughs> right now. This port like, th- this is the, the perfect time to get a headshot, Cookie. They're going to be like, uh, we're going uh, to we'll hire this you. man for a uh, nothing. <laughs> All right, for the high spot, uh, you've kind of been all about – I've seen you kind of chomping at the bit throughout this entire thing. Like, you were ready to talk about your matchup, Tolbert. This is this is episode 69. Um, this is quite the high spot, I have to say. There's not ever been a high spot where you can say at a minute 5.05, we see full bush. <laughs> <laughs> On YouTube. <laughs> Uh, Tolbert, you have got the bathhouse death match between Tarzan Goto and Mr. Ganosuke versus the Headhunters. God damn. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> where did you find this? I don't know. I don't Jesus know. I, I walked in and said, Aaron, I don't know how that video is still on YouTube. So many questions. So many questions. First of all, like, like I said, where did you find this? I don't know. Where did it air? In Japan, they don't care about that sort of nudity's fine in Japan. Oh, apparently. All right. And, and, and full disclosure, this is not a pornographic like video. Don't give me it's that damn look. Near close. Don't give me a look, Barbara Varnum. It's over got there. it's got some vibes. It's got some vibes. There's a lot it's of titties some, in Bush. It's, it's this is Kenny Omega's earliest work. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny's over there like taking notes. Like he's like, ooh, if if only I put a hand movement we, in right we there. Have a, we have a lot of cinematic cuts and uh, sequences. We have a lot of vin- 
beignets. You know what, man? Like, thinking about this, this is like a precursor to what a lot of professional wrestling has become now because of the pandemic. I didn't even think wrestling in bathhouses, <laughs> but like a cinematic feel to it where it's like yeah. not shot on um, location at the, the arena. And this, this is very early. I would say I didn't look up what year this was. If I, I think it was 95, dude, I would say even earlier than that. What? Yeah, this sounds right. 95. <laughs> anyway, Zane so, will uh, call me out. All right. So we have a bathhouse <laughs> death match. <laughs> I never, ever thought I would say those words. Me either. Spot. All right, so Tarzan Goto. Goto. Versus Mr. No, no, and Mr. And Mr. Ganusuke, I think. I don't know. Versus the Headhunters. The the Headhunters, yes. Right? Uh, Hard to tell these guys apart. Because they're twins! Yeah, and they're huge. And one wears blue shorts, one wears black shorts. That's the only way to tell them apart. A and B, that's how they announce them. All right, so this is a bathhouse deathmatch. Let me paint a picture. Real quick, let me set the stage, right? <laughs> it's very confusing. All I have to say is, like, go to our links where you can see them. Definitely watch this and yeah, this, make this, some popcorn. Have a good time. Yeah, people after might be having more good times than you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, is, this is like HBO after 11 yeah, o'clock in is, the 90s. This is like real sex. <laughs> real sex. Is this Taxi Cab Confessionals? Who put Cinemax uh, on so let me let me set the stage. Uh, it's a, a traditional Japanese bathhouse. That's right. right? We've got the lockers. We got the the men's bathing room over the side where you can actually see naked <laughs> Japanese men bathing and attending to their necessaries. Yeah, uh, it's been a hard day at work. You know, That's right. Just trying to have a hot bath and scrub down. Uh, but in the center of the entrance area, we have uh, a. A wrestling ring. We have a mat. That's right. No ropes, but we just have a mat, like almost like a sumo yeah. mat. Or in, or, in or bathhouse, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, we have some. Uh, I would call them ring girls. I don't know if you would say some sure. Scantily clad, uh, sheepish Japanese <laughs> ladies. Um, you just kind of hanging out. That's right. <laughs> right. I don't know if you guys are always sunny in Philadelphia fans, but uh-huh. the only way I can think to describe the ring announcer is Japanese day man. Dayman. <laughs> yeah. Full yellow suit, uh, dressed to the nines, Cookies ready loosened. to go. Right. And, uh, don't know what he's saying. Cause it's in Japanese. And, and I think heights. we would know what they were saying. If we had a Japanese translator, <laughs> we would. once again, we would, but we don't, we don't have a Japanese translator anymore. I think we have to like tweet at her to apologize. First apologize. And like, please, please, please translate this match. Please translate everything for us because you are a Japanese translator that Aaron followed because of the, the utility of having a Japanese translator. Yes. So, uh, Dayman introduces, uh, the first competitors, which is Tarzan Goto and Mr. Ganazuki. Um, I just want to say I really appreciate Tarzan's general vibe. Through he looks the whole like a Tarzan, match. yeah. And he's just there to have a good fucking time. Man. He breaks character the entire time. <laughs> he like giggles time, the entire time. time. He's just like, fuck yeah. I'm having fun, dude. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Did you see those titties? I did too. <laughs> yeah. So they come in. I love how the, they have this like really metal riff that yeah. introduces them. But I, I love these little subtleties you get in wrestling matches sometimes where they enter, 
and he has this like killer metal riff and then it just cuts but there's like an audio pause for like a second or it's like <laughs> it should be crickets right and they're like yeah uh by the way both these guys have glorious glorious hairstyles <laughs> i think goto i was looking at some of the comments on this and one of the comments was he looks like a japanese macho man randy savage <laughs> Uh, or the lead singer of Alabama. <laughs> uh, somewhere in between. Yeah. It's like, right. It's, it's right in between. Anyway, uh, then we have uh, the headhunters come in, and uh, they're big boys. I don't know what nationality. They're definitely Pacific Islanders for sure, right? Yeah, like, they, they actually dudes. had a little stint in WWF. They were in uh, WWF for just a little bit. Yeah, so they come in. Um, the ring girls are <laughs> – Visibly surprised by their size and just their appearance. Uh, I mean, they're huge. They're huge. They come in and they do their woo. They look like two Abdullah the Butchers. They do. Kind they of. really yeah, do. Yeah. They got their face paint. Um, you can't tell them apart. They're identical. That, do you, they're do you know what's really huge. funny? What's that? They are known as Headhunter A and <laughs> Headhunter B. Yeah, and that's how they introduce them is A and B. Because um, you can't tell them apart. Seriously. Uh, so golden boy gets it going. It says, Hey, you know, it brings in the ref. We got some rules here, right? It's a tag team match, but it's not your typical setup. So they're like Tarzan B you have to go sit in these jacuzzi hot tubs <laughs> right here. Right. This is where you have to wait to get tagged in. Tarzan was all for it. Yeah, he's like, he's like relaxing. Fuck yeah. Dude, I get to warm up my joints for our wrestle. Uh, and, uh, he, he starts, I laugh so hard. He starts fucking splashing one of the headhunters. <laughs> he starts splashing him back. Like you said, he breaks character the whole time. He's so into it. Um, so yeah, that's the rules. All right. So we go back to the ring. Um, Gunazuki is, uh, goes right in on one of the headhunters, man. We start slapping, we get, we, we, we get punches, we get some submissions, it's awesome, right? We get our first tag, right? Uh, Tarzan comes out of the bath. I love the shots when he comes out of the bath and he's going in one of the headhunters, going for submissions. You see, like, the water dropping. Yeah, like, man. It gets very, like, semi-erotic this whole time, some of these <laughs> shots. <laughs> it's very comical. So, you know, we get some back and forth right off the bat. Uh you see Tarzan when he you know, when he comes in, he goes in for the ring girls, right? He's right. Like, oh, you can't understand what he's saying, but he's 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 saying some things to the ladies. So he has one of the headhunters, and right off the bat, he's like, "Fuck this! This is a death match. There's no rules. I'm going to throw this motherfucker right through the ladies' locker room, and that he does. And <clears throat> this is where it takes a hard left <laughs> turn. <laughs> I don't." Like, at some point, I was kind of thinking that maybe they didn't let these people know that this I, was going to happen. I definitely yeah. think they didn't let them know. I don't know what was going on. I mean, from, from the start, if you watch this link, you click it, it's on YouTube. Right off the bat, you're like, what the fuck? Then you're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, is that a titty? Oh, my God. Just, like, it's like, like a close-up. I was like, close when I first them. watched this, my wife was upstairs in bed because she'd been like, what are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> blame it on Aaron so Tarzan throws one of the headhunters through the ladies rocker room <laughs> Lock, rocker rocker room rocker room, locker room. 
Um, and we see a full on nipple shot mm-hmm. right off the bat. It was like a close shot. up. Yes. Close up. And then we see naked Japanese ladies running back and forth, startled because two <laughs> enormous men, every bit of like six foot nine wrestlers just like busted through the I, door. I will say, I will say the headhunters titties were bigger than yeah, all women's, yeah. but it was but very we have some tight shots of some butts, some nipples, and like I said, at minute 504, we have full bush <laughs> <laughs> exiting <laughs> some of the hot tubs. I, I'm just reporting what Aaron's giving me. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> Don't blame me. Oh, uh, but yeah, in during this time, his tag team partner, Gunazuki. And headhunter B or A, I don't know which right. one. We're, we're gonna they're, say B for they're them. They're pissed. They're like, "What the fuck? Tag us in!" Yeah. <laughs> like they want, <laughs> they they want part of the action. But uh, those guys are just kind of beating the shit at each other. Why naked Japanese r- women are running back and forth? Right. Um, eventually, we make it back to the ring where it's supposed to be. Uh, I, I assume Tarzan had that in the repertoire. He well, knew. He, he played it. Playing. He played yeah. it. He, he planned going it. right yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I did like the spot where Tarzan took like the foot bath water and <laughs> splashed it in the headhunter's face. I have to say, chef kiss. Yeah, chef kiss. <laughs> for how terrible we're making this sound, it's very entertaining. It it is uh, kind of. I don't, I don't know. Somebody might have been exploited in the filming yes. of this wrestling match. Uh, anyway, we get a bunch of just like kind of craziness. We get a bunch of submission moves kind of, you know, back and forth. Uh, finally, we get, um, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Monozuki, uh, reverse the submission <laughs> to uh, Gunazuki, reverse the submission on one of the headhunters, and he gets in, in kind of a Boston Crab right. slash Scorpion Deathlock. Okay. Uh, variation. Yeah, that's right. Make some tap out. Okay. And at some point, we, we, we have this little uh, outside kind of shot where they, they're placing Japanese cards down. Yeah, right? I don't know what those were. I, I, I would love to know what them. those were. You couldn't read them. But Mike? the moment one of the headhunters loses, the ref slaps this sticker on his forehead yeah. as to mark him the loser immediately. Well, also, we, we forgot to, to, to talk about one of my favorite parts the was Foreman? the 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 uh, the uh, what, was, would you, what would you call him? The groundsman. Yeah, uh, the, 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 uh, the yeah, who's the guy in the crop top? Charlie. <laughs> yes, it, Cookie. Uh, I was just gonna say the guy in the crop top putting the logs in the fire. That was yeah bizarre. Uh, yeah, Dude, we those are very square logs. So <laughs> while this is all going on, we have Japanese Dayman. And his assistant calling down uh, below to the basement where we have this guy. He's obviously his job is to load the logs to heat the hot tub. Yeah. Right. He wants to keep it hot because this yeah. is a death match. We want to kill this these people. We want to boil them alive. So during the match, as it escalates, they call down and say, hey, man, heat these hot tubs up. And he keeps That's on right. throwing these logs. That's right. Big the logs. Furnace. Big yeah, logs. He keeps on 
But uh, I have to say, the guys kind of no sell it the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> as Tarzan's trying to drown one of the headhunters. Yeah, that, that's they, what they, I was going to tell. They make no reference of the heat uh, that is being. Well, they probably did. Tubs. We just don't have a translator. We don't have a translator. They're enjoying it between spots because they take these bumps, they take you know the, these hits, and they're like, yo, let me jump in this hot tub. It's not I, that would More actually the be the most comfortable professional wrestling match ever. But yes, um, yes, go keep. Uh, did you read the comments by any chance? I did not. You did not? Can I just share my favorite one that I just yeah, saw? Yeah, sure. That one chick had a bush you could start a forest fire with. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Huge bush. I'm telling you, minute 505. Yeah, the guy downstairs is probably trying to recruit her. <laughs> like, you look Hold like on. you know how to start a fire. So, yeah, this is... Uh... It's an interesting match. I've never seen anything like it ever. Neither have I as a professional so wrestling. We, like, we have the finish of the match, right? I have to, I have to mention the camera guy. Okay. Very oh, right? This, this uh, is what really kind of creeped me out. <laughs> yeah. It really kind of creeped me out. Wait, wait. Before yeah. we get to that, I have to give uh, honorable mention to the underwater camera. Yeah. That was a, <laughs> it it was a really bad fish lens that was like, kind of off center like yeah. so it was very and weird one of the headhunters like and you can't even it. really like see the headhunter for 75 percent of that shot but it's great though it's a great it, shot yeah. it's 90s so we we come to the end of the match uh headhunters are angry and confused of why they lost this match they're blaming it on each other uh we have the cameraman with a fogged up lens kind of pan in to the other side of the ladies locker room and just zoom in on some boobs <laughs> zoom in on some butts and it's like they're like hey over here, and he kind of like turns back real quick and kind of wipes down the lens. It gets really foggy and steamy and uh, <laughs> it's <and> voyeuristic, <laughs> real sex towards the end, episode 69. So, this nice. had to uh air after midnight in Japan somewhere. Yeah, we'd Jesus like to think Christ. that. Yeah, this by far the most craziest shit you've ever given me. Uh, yeah, I, I think that I've th- th- no thing will ever top that no. you say that but i'm sure you're gonna find something in the depths of the internet i anybody, i anybody i had to get that off the dark right? web for for that video anybody listening you can see where we post the links just hopefully this is still up find this but make some popcorn <laughs> sit down with your lady <laughs> or not <laughs> watch this match i'm telling you or just just do it japanese bathhouse death match all right let's hear the haiku all right Hold on. Can I tell you that I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima, uh, the, the video game on PlayStation. <laughs> and one of the parts of the game is to, to create a haiku. Like that, that's like one of your objectives in the game. And throughout the game, every time I have to make a haiku, I'm like, Colbert <laughs> would have done better. Dude, I have to say I'm getting really good at this. I, uh, wait, speaking of which, how, how did, what did you think of uh, Zane's haiku last week? It was good. It was good. Um I could have done better. (laughs) (laughs) He's shooting. He's shooting. (laughs) But it was good. But uh, it's going to be hard to top this one, boys. All right. (laughs) A -a (laughs) rub-a-dub-dub. Two headhunters in a tub. (laughs) I still feel dirty. <laughs> that, I, that is your greatest haiku you've ever done. That is 100% the best haiku you have ever done. Thank you. 
Oh, you gave me the content. Oh my god! I I think we need a we, we need to come up with a uh, like a haiku scrapbook. Like we need to we get do. Travis oh, to make it look very like official. <laughs> and it's just, the the last one will be. I still feel dirty. Yes, cookie. <laughs> can he? Uh, my only request. Can he say it one more time? Yes, one please. One more time. <clears throat> a rub a dub dub. <laughs> two headhunters in a tub. I still feel dirty. There you go. <laughs> Folks, uh, that has been episode 69 of uh, nice. $2 Steak, a professional wrestling podcast. Uh, do you guys all feel, uh, we, we feel like that we've got all of our, you know, our bad, you know. Do you feel like you just deleted your history? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After this week's episode, we're going to be banned from uh, Podbean, YouTube, and uh, all the, the things. Yes, Cookie. Nothing. What are, what are you doing, Cookie? Why do you look so sad? No, no, uh, uh, sorry. Someone's outside of the window just flipping me off, and it's, it's Bobby. Oh, we thought it was your drug dealer. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, he's just, he's just doing the this. Man. The night. He's, he's, he's waving it at us. Folks, uh, next week, episode 70. Who the fuck cares? Well, I, I'm going to be out of town. Are you guys actually going to do something? We're going to try to do an open and probably lead into one of our uh, sit-downs with the Dawsons. Do, do you know what makes me really sad? There was always that one kid that I fucking hated my senior year of high school that got perfect attendance every, like, year. Like, so he had perfect attendance from kindergarten until his senior year of high school. I don't know how the hell the kid did it, but there was always that one kid. I thought I would be that kid. I will no longer be that kid next week. Shame. We'll figure something out. We'll, we'll make up for your slack. I can't, I can't help it, guys. I'd like to, you know, uh, mindfulness, teaching mindfulness with all the therapy that I've been going to for my, uh, you know, my, my various uh, ailments and anxieties. Uh, so next week, I will be in the mountains getting my zen. If you guys would like to call me, I would totally love what to. What part of the mountains are you going to? I'm going to Black Mountain. Black Mountain. That's right, baby. Great golf course, Black Mountain. They got a par six. Uh, who are you, are you fuck? glamping? Airbnb, no, we got, a, we got an Airbnb, baby. Yeah. Yeah, Airbnb, I'm going to be working on my stuff. Tolbert. You want to hook you up with some trout? Yes, please. Hook trout me up with some shit. trout gear. Uh, too hot for trout. <laughs> this episode, too hot for TV. And just like my father says, too, too hot, hot for trout. For trout. <laughs> Thank you for listening to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast.